Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Todd File. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm J.R. Miserak. And today we've got a pretty special episode. Today is our one year anniversary of being a podcast. Um, yeah, a lot of water has passed under the bridge since last February. Yeah, we've done over 70 episodes. Well, well, this will be 69, but we've got a couple episodes recorded in the works. But yeah, it's been a fun ride. Yeah, I mean, heck, we've gone through my brain surgery, a COVID-19 pandemic. Ethan, you had your wisdom teeth out. We've been through it all. Uh, although I got to admit, your wisdom teeth compared to brain surgery and COVID-19 doesn't quite stack up. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. <laughs> But, I mean, it's, it's been a pleasure. I think before we get into everything, we should probably thank everybody who's, you know, from parents just, you know, helping us out, uh, you know, our interviewees that we've interviewed, our listeners, you know. I know this sounds stupid, but I think we got to thank Spotify for creating Anchor, right? Like, you know. Yeah, giving us the opportunity. I mean... We're, we're here yeah, we, because of all those people, not just us. So, yeah, there's, a lot, there's a lot of thanks to go around. Um, and especially, I'd like to say a thank you, they're not going to be listening, but to um, Zoom, who really kind of saved us, especially when we had to go back to online forms of podcasting. Um, we were doing phone calls at the beginning, which all, I'm sure all you remember if you were here with us in the early part, they, they were not great. Let's just Those say, so we're, we're grateful that Zoom, that Zoom was created so we could actually do it and have a decent sound quality. But I wanted to say before we get into this stuff, we hope to go back into person soon, depending on COVID issues, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'll second you on that. Zoom really did save us because I remember I remember having to hop on those phone calls. And sometimes when I would upload the podcast, it'd be a little shaky. But Zoom really did save us. I mean, what, we got on it sometime through summer and been doing it ever since. In fact, we're sitting here looking at each other right now on Zoom, which is, you know, when we started this, I don't even think we would have imagined this in our wildest dreams. But here we are. I'm showing on my pool table. Ethan, you're in your bedroom, and Todd, there you are sitting down. You know, that's what the podcast has come to. Yeah. I still think Ethan brought up the phone calls, and I realized, like, that's how we did our first interview with Kyle Arns all that time yeah. ago. Oh, yeah, man, that I was. That. Well, and just a little behind the scenes, kind of like, we had to like I call him like a couple times because like oh, some yeah. weird connection thing. Oh, it was so bad, and like it we had to get everyone on. It was like it was something else when we had to do well, those phone call interviews. I mean, I got to admit, as the person that got in contact with him, it was a little interesting asking a fifth year senior at Michigan State for his phone number because I didn't know how else to do an interview. And then I couldn't merge his call into our calls, and so I screwed everything up and had to. Kyle, we, we, we were a mess back with Kyle Arnes, but let me tell you, our boy Noah Spence, our boy, all of our, you know, our now professional athletes that we've gotten, our college athletes, we're, we're, we're smooth, I'd say. We're smooth. Yeah, we're grateful for all those interviewees for 
dealing with us as we transitioned, especially Kyle Arns, who um, was very gracious with his time and um, allowed us to get an interview, even though we were, I don't want to say underprepared, but we, we, at some point, we didn't really know what we were doing. Not that we're not amateurs right now, but we were really amateurs back then. Yeah, we were like, that was our first interview. We were all freaking out the night before about all this. Um, Especially me. Let me tell you, I was, man, I don't know about you boys, but I like, I wouldn't say I couldn't sleep, but I couldn't sleep. Yeah. And then it's kind of, it's kind of grown from there. I mean, that was like kind of our launching point in terms of interviews. As you know, we, we've had a lot of interviews, um, probably around 30 interviews now, right? Honestly, it might be a little bit higher than that. I wouldn't it say might maybe, be a little bit higher mid mid to high 30s i mean yeah obviously like we said not all of them are out yet which seems weird in the concept of time but you know we've gotten i mean 30 30 interviews i'd say what probably 35 when you combine it episode wise with you know the actual podcast so pretty even split i think we have to make this promise though and i know we try it all the time but new year's resolution for the podcast this is the podcast new year we're gonna try and stay on top of news i promise you boys that i'll be here so we're we're gonna do this we're gonna get on top of news we're gonna once a week so we don't have no more hour and 51 minute episodes right yeah that was ridiculous yeah yeah and on honestly though we want to do that too because we want to get on we want to do other things like we like doing oddities, hot takes, all that, but we haven't gotten a chance to do that the last couple of news episodes purely because we've been lacking on so much news. So Which, we hope to get back to we hope to get back to a little bit of that kind of format. Well, I think uh, I mean we're gonna talk about some of the better memories before, but we do have an oddity and a hot take each, I think, right? Yep. Yep. So we'll be ready to give that. But you wanna get you guys wanna go into some of our, our best moments? Oh, let's do it. One of my best <laughs> moments is Ethan asking to go first. So I'm going to let you go first. All right. So my, probably maybe one of my favorite moments while recording an interview. Um, it, it honestly, one of the most famous ones that comes to mind is my Piemonte Calcio ish like story. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, if you didn't watch this podcast, I for some reason thought. Juventus switched name to Piemonte Calcio. I didn't realize that that was a FIFA thing that they didn't have the licensing to Juventus or whatever. So live on air, I said Piemonte Calcio, even though this whole time they've been called Juventus. Um, that's probably my famous, but that well, that's my famous and favorite moment. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, sticking with Ethan moments since that seems to be the highlight of some of our podcasts. I can't even begin to count to you know everybody how many times i've had to say ethan this isn't the utah jazz show ethan this isn't the duke blue devil show ethan this isn't the alabama show and many more forms of that i think there's i mean at the end of the day ethan me and todd i'm sure we love you but out of the three you're the one that we definitely have to pick on because you say some of those things yikes man (laughs) yeah I mean, I just love, like, I feel like I'm almost the middleman at times 
between Ethan and JR. So I just love taking a step back and Ethan will say something and I just watch what JR does and he'll just like stare at him from across the table. And I'm like, get me some popcorn or something. This is entertaining. <laughs> yeah, Todd, would... Todd kind of transformed really into that like moderate, not moderator role, but he's like, oh, he's like the neutral party. It's like, if you're voting, he's always a swing vote essentially. I would agree. I mean, I got, I got to say, sometimes it does make me a little upset when some people don't side with me, but, you know, it is what it is. Me and you, me and you almost never side with each other. Well, it's always, it's always me and it's always me be you and then Todd chooses a side. That or just he, says that I don't agree with either of you. <laughs> yeah. We have, had, we have had that a couple times where we've had three sides, so. Um, I got I got to be honest, and I think we've talked about this one, me and Ethan at least. I think I brought it up to Todd, but shout out to Noah Spence because he was our first professional athlete. But I think one of the coolest memories that I have comes from his interview when we asked him who his favorite quarterback was to sack, <laughs> and he told us Russell Wilson. And it was just surreal to me that not only was I talking to a professional football player, but this is a man that's got his hands on and brought down Russell Wilson, one of the greatest escape artists in the NFL over the last couple of years. And almost, you know, I'd say possibly ever. I mean, that was kind of surreal for me and a really cool experience to hear that. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I've got, I've got two. Um, This one it's sorry, Jared. This is when me and Todd had our like couple little podcasts. Um, no, no offense, but, um, this was when, I don't know which episode it was, but me and Todd brought, I think we were talking about Miles Garrett and then I brought up Marquise Pouncey and the reaction that I, that Todd gave to that might, might be one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. And we, how we talked about the Steelers Browns fight for a literally five minutes out of the five I had so many feels about that, though. Like, even at school, I was talking about that. <laughs> I know, and it was just like, as soon as I brought it up, I just I, I just saw your face before you gave the reaction. I was like, oh, no, here we go. And then um, another one of my favorite memories, honestly, is probably the Kyle Lawrence interview, because that was our first interview, you could say. Um, and it was super surreal being able to talk to a college athlete. Um especially a senior who played at uh, D1 basketball school. So it, it was just a surreal moment for me. Yeah, I think I got I to gotta second that because, you know, it's one thing to talk about a fellow classmate, you know, that's on the basketball court. But to talk to a guy pers- like personally that I've watched, you know, both Kyle Lawrence and Gabe Brown, I guess you got to put them in there. And then yeah. all the other people that are professional college, guys that I've watched, play on national on local tv i mean that's crazy i i mean i can't i was talking to somebody you know the other day about our podcast and i was like hey i bet you never expected us to get all these you know professional these high d1 athletes and they were like well i kind of did and i was like no be honest with me you didn't because i didn't i mean if like i said if you would have told me a year ago today that we would have NFL players, NBA G leaguers, division one athletes on our podcast. 
while also talking about news for an hour and 51 minutes because we can't do it over a period of three weeks, I wouldn't have believed you. And here we are, February of 2021. Not to mention, that's our graduation year, boys. Yeah. Yeah, a lot's happening. I will say, uh, just to touch on Kyle Ahrens again, I mean, we were like giddy before that interview because like this was unprecedented but i love at the end of the interview when we asked him uh if he would stay on for a segment and he was like yeah but i gotta let my dog out first and i was like you just said that (laughs) yeah i i mean raw raw reaction right (laughs) yeah i mean and i mean i get it like these are just, you know, they're normal people. They have their normal lives, too. But it was just funny. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Although, I, I got I to say, you know, sticking with Kyle Lawrence, the one thing that I notice about me is when we have an interview, like, I got, I got the, not, not anxiety, but I'm anxious. You know, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go. And I have, like, a little, like, foot tap thing, you know, that people do when they get, you know, a little bit of adrenaline. Kyle Lawrence, man, I had to lay on the couch because I was going to be like breaking my foot I was I mean like you said I was so I was so ready there was so much adrenaline I mean like I said this is a guy that I have watched play basketball on the national level on TV and I was I was on the phone with him talking yeah. to him like that's crazy I think, I think I, that's like the I most said, real, it's still happening but the most real thing like you said is we got his phone number somehow like I still have his phone number in my contacts again yeah again like I mean I never would have ever imagined having a D1 Michigan State basketball player in my contacts. Obviously, for privacy reasons, we don't do that anymore because we we have evolved, I will say. I will make us sound sophisticated if that's the right word. But, you know, just crazy. I mean, again, it goes back to the idea that we were these little, again, not little kids, but we were these, you know, starting in the world of the podcasts, you know, getting phone numbers of athletes randomly asking them to come well not randomly but just kind of like out of the blue idea to get on interviews and again here we are I mean this week alone what we filmed a couple interviews right I mean we're we're on the grind we're on the grind yeah yeah um I guess any more reminiscings we want to move on to our oddities and hot takes favorite sports moment that we've covered you want to go over that sure so i guess for me i, I don't know there's there's a lot there, going first again <laughs> there's a lot it's my it's my thing now i feel like um, oh it's been your thing <laughs> i don't man there's there this is a tough one because there's honestly so much news like we've probably covered 24 to 30 hours worth of news I'd say more um, than that. My, my favorite, my favorite news episode is probably us talking about the NFL free agency because that was the one I put like the most preparation into. Like, I I can't show you this, but I literally have like a notebook of like twenty pages of every single free agent like NFL signing that it took me like five hours to do. Well, the times have changed because, Todd, I don't know about you, but how many times have we gone, Ethan, we're going to do this segment? Oh, shoot, I forgot. <laughs> Let me get it quick. 
<laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. I'm like, we'll, we'll be like, hey, are you ready to film this segment? And he's like, oh, man, give me two minutes. <laughs> and he just says, well, what is this? Okay, you You've remember that before? The, uh, yeah, the Super Bowl rankings. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, at least, but you use the same website that I, that was one of my seven sources, and you just read it off one by one and made one change. Listen, listen, Jerry, you do that with oddities too, right? For the podcast, you're like, yeah, let me Google search something real quick. Okay, but to be fair, half the times I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't defend myself, actually. But hey, yeah. Okay, whatever. All right, Jerry, what was your favorite sports moment to cover? I got to say, Although it's a, although it's kind of like a, not a sad memory, but like, although it's a not like happy memory, I wouldn't classify it as sad, but it's not happy. When COVID-19 hit, I think, although it's a bad memory in the sports world, I think that's got to be, I don't know if I call it my favorite, but I, I just, Looking back, I think that's the most memorable moment that we've covered simply because it's so, I mean, when's the next time we're going to have a global pandemic shut down every sport in the world? I just think that's going to, that, that's, that's a memory that regardless of the podcast, that's going to stick with, you know, the three of us and every sports fan in the whole entire world. I mean, it's, it's going to stick with, honestly, Sports include it's going to stick with everyone. I mean, this pandemic really was a a hardship for pretty much everyone on on Earth. So, like, this is like honestly that no one really in our that's living right now really experienced something like this. I mean, this Actually, is going to go. Like, that's not true. There are well, some people that are still alive from the Spanish flu. In fact, not- I saw a statistic that a guy got both the Spanish flu and COVID nineteen and survived. I, okay, yeah, I did see that. So there's a, there's a couple people that were alive for the Spanish food, so they know they kind of knew about this. But um, it's just this is gonna be this 2020 to 2021 is gonna kind of like go down in history, like 50 years down the ro- down the road. They're gonna be talking about this year as one of the craziest years in terms of um, in terms of obviously COVID, in terms of obviously everything. I mean, yeah, everything. everything. I mean, especially like with Kobe Bryant and all that, what happened at the beginning of the year too. It just, it just was like this year. I mean, it was just an insane year. It wasn't the, obviously was not the greatest year for most people. So. But I I think at the end of the day, it's, it's going to stick with at least personally me, probably the most, you know, on top outside of the Super Bowl, outside of the NHL Stanley cup, outside of our interviews. I think that this is the one that, you know, especially, I mean, obviously we still cover it this, you know, this year with, you know, obviously there's some NBA games that get shut down, some college basketball games. The NHL's had a few games postponed. We asked the question in interviews, you know, how has COVID affected you? But back in that early March time period when we got sent home from school on Friday, March 13th, yes, I remember the exact day, um, Specifically because it's a Friday the 13th, and that's kind of crazy to me. But uh, besides the point, I think just that, like, you know, that week or two or three right after the NCAA tournament got canceled, NBA season got put on hold, I think that's probably my favorite moment covering it just because of how monumental it is, yeah. even though it is a bad memory. 
I remember like that Friday, the March 13th. I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Todd, but you, me and you were like emailing each other, email messaging each other back and forth uh, in, in, in study hall. And we were like, honestly, we were both thinking this might only be two weeks. And look where, yeah, J- JR, JR, JR thought it would be longer. And then I remember Todd and I were like, is the SAT going to happen? Like, what is going to happen? And then, like, everything got kind of shut down from there. But, Todd, what is your favorite sports moment to cover? I I don't know that it's a favorite sports moment, per se. But our first episode, when we were covering Super Bowl, NBA All-Star stuff, that, I think, is one of our most memorable moments, just simply how we did it. We were recording off of my phone, the three of us were sitting on the couch in my basement and passing a sheet of paper with all of our notes back and forth between the three of us. So um, more simpler times. Yeah, exactly. I think it goes back to kind of what we talked about earlier. I mean, we started out from, I wouldn't say nothing, but you but know, we, so we started out at the bottom and now we're here as Drake says it. Yeah. And I remember like, JR was on for one episode, then he missed the next like three or four because of his obviously brain surgery, yeah. which that was just a mess. Then, then honestly, like, then honestly, that the, the episode right after that, when JR was supposed to come back, COVID hits. Right. Crazy. I mean, like we said, we start, we, we were a mess, you know? I wouldn't say we were a mess, but like we were. Yeah, I mean, we had we had so much. I mean, like Todd said, we literally were chilling in the basement after a long day of school, and just passing around a nice old Google Doc that we printed out with like, I don't know, it must have been fifty minutes of news, probably right. Yeah, it was like I fifty mean, minutes. It was, we didn't even get over an hour in those podcasts. Now look at us; we've had a couple two-hour podcasts, which again we apologize for. That's ridiculous. But yeah, it, it is. So, um, do we want to move on to oddity and oddity each, or do we have anything? I'm good. I think. Uh, good. So, I mean, just one last, you know, crazy that we're here, boys, huh? Crazy that yep. we're here. Indeed, indeed, it is. All right, I I want to go first for oddities because I've got a wow, really cool what a surprise! Dude. What a surprise! All right, so I I know you probably have any of you heard of ferret legging. What now? Oh, yeah, I think I have. I'm pretty sure I have heard of this. All right, so, Jared, I'll explain it to you. So, basically, this may get a little, not not graphic, but. So basically, it is not graphic. So, so from this is from the 70s. So, basically, people would stick down ferrets down their pants and see how long they could last with the ferrets down their pants for. The long thing. For years, it was for years. It was the record was forty seconds. I think someone actually did it for five and a half hours now. Oh, that is so weird, Ethan. Great oddity wise, but I don't know if I wanted to know that. <laughs> I think I think everyone has to know that. Ferret leggings. It's it's in England, so. There's it's in England. I know we get some we get some we get some people from Ireland or England viewing this. If you've ever heard about this, you'll know what I'm talking about. But anyway, who wants to to top my oddity? Uh, I guess I'll go because as we always say, best for last and well. 
Mr. Todd file always has the best. So King of oddities. You know, we have we have um recently we had the big McGregor fight, as you guys know, five round prize fight, right? That's that's the that's the usual boxing, it's twelve, UFC it's five. But before the ninth before the year, not the nineteen hundreds, but actually no, it would be the nineteen hundreds, but before the exact year nineteen hundred. Can you guys tell me how long a prize fight might be? 25 rounds. 15 rounds. Todd quadruple it. 100? 100 rounds. 100. Uh, how long were these rounds? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't think there's actually record of that, or at least none that I've found. But oh boy, I mean, I can't imagine it being less than two minutes, just because that's like what boxing so is. So it's today. at so, least two hundred minutes of fighting. So that's at least three hours. Yeah, I mean, imagine, Dang. and, and that's like not including breaks. So like, there's probably a minute break in between each round. So three three hundred minutes. You're talking like what? That's five hours of for one fighting fight. and resting. Yeah, that's for one fight. I wonder like if that, any fights actually went the distance 200 rounds. I doubt it. Actually, I, I'm curious now. I, 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 I mean, would I, hope I would. not. If a fight went 100 rounds, those well, I guys. Wanna I want to. Oh, actually, actually, Ethan, I, uh, I'm gonna one up my oddity myself. So. That must have been professional, like, MMA fighting. The longest boxing match in history went on for 110 rounds in 1893, and it lasted over seven hours. It was between Andy Bowen and Jack Burke, and it was at the Olympic Club in good old New Orleans, Louisiana. But there you go, 110 rounds. Seven hours. Wow. And 19 minutes. All right. King of oddities. What do you got for us today? Okay. So I'm curious. How often uh, do you guys watch uh, FS1? Um, whenever there's like a basketball game, I'll turn it on. So maybe two or three hours a week. I don't know. To be honest, I don't even pay attention to which sports ep- like sports broadcaster I'm listening to. But I probably I'd say an hour or so a week. A little, okay. maybe a little less, yeah. So then you probably aren't going to know what I'm talking about, which is good. There's um, this thing from, I think it's 1989, called Roller Games. And it's basically what you get when you cross Roller Derby with the WWE. Oh, no. Okay. They've been airing it on FS, actually FS2, um, but Fox Sports has been airing it since like august of last year i think um kind of off and on and it is so incredibly stupid but so incredibly funny because it's it's a roller derby right like you're you're trying to skate around a rink and pass the other team but there's some more like extreme components as with everything from the 80s so there's this huge banked wall that you have to go over um, and you have to get above a certain line to get a certain amount of points as you're going across the wall. There's a jump and that kind of thing. But the plot lines, 
within it, like the fake plot lines rival those of the WWE. Like it's mind boggling how sucked in you get while watching this. Literally, like the premier team is called the T-Birds, right? Mm -hmm. And they're supposed to be like all patriotic and that kind of thing. And it's not quite them versus the world, but like there are two very distinct camps like there's six teams, okay, and you have the T-Birds, Hot Flash, and I forget what the other one is. That's gonna bother me now. Versus the Maniacs. Oh, it's the uh, the Rockers is the the other one. Versus the Maniacs. Um, what is it? Extreme and uh, the Violators. Yeah, there's a team called the Violators. Oh boy. So bizarre. Like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look it up, please, because it it is so incredibly funny. Anyway, it's kind of an us versus them, the good guys versus the bad guys. Um, so many vibrant personalities. That's how I'm gonna put it. Vibrant personalities. Um, and of course, you have the ice box. Yeah, that's this guy's nickname, who um he skated for the T-Birds. He looks like the fridge, okay? Um, he's seriously, he's like 6'5", 350 pounds or something. And uh, he has this move called the deep freeze, where he will, like, get up on the bars of the, the roller rink, like it's the top wire of a wrestling ring. And he will jump down on top of somebody, roll over onto his back, and just start shaking on top of him. And it is so bizarre, so funny. I found a clip of it on Twitter, and it is amazing. Go look it up. You will not be disappointed. All right, roller games, right? Roller games. All Super right. 80s. I, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this promise to the two of you and our viewers. I will do everything in my power to get a professional roller games interview. <laughs> hey, let's get let's get Icebox on. Let's get Icebox on. Icebox, who's now actually like, he lives in Arizona. I'm pretty sure, and he like, he's the head of security for some sports stadium or something like that. Oh. But he's also a wrestling promoter. And I'm like, what? Again, the the plot thickens. The story gets deeper. It's it's a it's a ride. Well, Icebox, if you're listening, shout out you. Yep. All right. Hot takes and Ethan. Before you say it, yes, you can go first again. I. So I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna head to the NF. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna go to the um. I'm gonna go to the NBA. And my hot take is I'm going to say there's okay. This is going to sound bad, but there's going to be someone that doesn't make the all-star game is going to win the MVP. Whoa. Oh, what Jordan Clarkson. Not no Jordan Clarkson. He's six man. Um, I'm starting that thing too. Jordan Clarkson for six man. Get it trending on Twitter, please. Um, I'm joking. Um, no, but I just think one of the All Star snubs, and we all know. I think whoever's an All Star snub will win the MVP. 
can you give us a can you can you give us a guess so for example if let's just say no um, let's just say jalen brown doesn't make the all-star game i think he could win the mvp i think you're crazy to think a guy like jalen brown could win the mvp it, that's, that's why it's a hot, hot take. take that's why it's a hot take all right um who wants to go next Go for it, okay. All right, so my hot take is you guys know Oklahoma men's hoops and what they've been able to accomplish the past couple weeks? Yep. Yeah. Oklahoma will make it to at least the final four, if not championship game. Okay. And look, here's my, re- but- here's my reasoning. Right now, Oklahoma is number nine. So, you know, this hot take might have been a little bit better like five days ago when they weren't number nine. But Oklahoma went on and beat three top ten teams in the span of ten days. Granted, they did lose to Texas Tech just a couple days ago. However, I think that's a very okay loss for Oklahoma because they just played three tough games. I think Oklahoma could be a top four team in the country. And uh, I'll just say this because I want to, I want to put them in their company, Michigan, Gonzaga, Baylor. Those are the only teams that I can see being better than them come championship final four. What about Nova? Nova? No. All right. All right. Todd, what's your hot take here to wrap up? All right. We're going to go to the NHL here. Oh, JR's domain. I like it. I like it. I'm going to say this. Yeah, why not? Um, Out of the eight Canadian teams, none of them will last in the Stanley Cup playoffs past the semifinals. So, like, let me put it this way. None of them will make it into the semifinals. Actually, I got one more hot take, and I want to make this simply because I know it'll make Todd happy. But here you go. Alex Lafreniere will be as good as Sidney Crosby when it's all said and done. Wow. That's a bold claim. I'd be okay with that. Look at his junior stats and tell me how – I mean, I know you guys aren't going to be able to look that – you will be able to, but I know you probably won't. His junior stats are as good, if not better, than Sidney Crosby. He was taken at the number one overall pick, just like Sidney Crosby. He's played at the exact same junior team as Sidney Crosby. Everything is lining up for him to be the next Sidney Crosby, except for the fact that he plays left wing and not center. All right. I mean, how often do we see that, like, with draft busts, though? Like, everyone thought Ryan Leaf was going to be amazing. I mean, yeah, but I'll put it this way. Alex Lafreniere is probably the best draft pick, like, prospect that the NHL has seen in a while. I would put him – I mean, Rasmus Dahlin, who now plays for the Sabres, he was a really highly touted pick. I think Lafreniere is better than him. Uh, You know, Nolan Patrick was picked over first overall by the Flyers. I think he's worlds better than Nolan Patrick. I think Lafreniere is probably – he probably is the best number one overall pick that they're projecting in the past 
since, you know, Crosby was in the league. Now, granted, that could change in 2023. Connor Bedard, yes. That's a, that's a long way away, but he's supposed to be as good as Lafreniere and all of them. But Lafreniere, he's – unless injuries plague his career and he turns out like Greg Oden, Alex Lafreniere should be Sidney Crosby. Greg Oden. You just had to take another dig at my teams. <laughs> okay, but I was I was talking you up while while talking me down. Yes. Well, um, I I think that's pretty much it for our special episode today. We we probably, as usual, probably ran a little longer than we'd like, we did, but but definitely did. That's how that's how we roll. But yeah, real one last time, we just want to thank you. Uh, all the listeners for sticking with us for the good and the bad um and we hope to continue doing this we hope to continue doing this and at a higher level so be ready for that i gotta say one quick thing i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily call it the good and the bad i would call it the professional i know nobody can see me doing the quote marks and the unprofessional so uh you know sitting on the couch recording on a phone compared to sitting with our with our, you know, nice microphone and computer recording software. That's that's how I would put it. Yeah. Yep. So, All right. Well, oh, go for it, Todd. Yeah, I was just going to sign off. Um, Sweet. All right. So until next time, I'm Todd Vile. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jaron Mizrak. And we are signing off. <laughs>